ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. It's Game Day Wisconsin. David Gilrath from the three. 35 only. Wow. Woof. What would you take in that? The under. I would take the under. under. I would take under. Confidently. 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 12-7. This is going to be a game, man. (laughs) This is going to be a game. I'm Alex Strope alongside Adam Ertz, Colin Russo, former Badger Brad Nortman with us as well at the Club Lamarck in Madison. We are brewed by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, choose the beer that is as cold as the Rockies, cold filtered, cold lagered, and cold packets for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light 2022 Coors Brewing Company. Golden Colorado, celebrate responsibly. Um, All right, so I just ate about half my burger. I'm going to use this word once because Brad Norton used it off the air. I don't want to use this word on the air very often. He called it a girthy burger. Am I wrong? He's not incorrect. So spot the lie. I'm not spotting a lie. I'm just saying it's a word that makes me feel uncomfortable. But it is indeed, I'll say it again, a girthy burger. Delicious burger, too. The bacon's good. The cheese is great. They got the tomatoes and the onions and the lettuce. I I love it. But that's a word that makes me feel uncomfortable. I just want to let you know that. I'm just trying to make sure this team stays on its toes. I I love making you all uncomfortable. testing us. That's that's right. Are you still listening to me? That's the question. Of course I am. How could, I ever, how could I ever tune you out? That's true. Especially on a day like today when we are getting ready for Wisconsin-Iowa, one of the legends of this rivalry as the uh, the teams play for the Heartland Trophy. When was the Heartland Trophy introduced, Brad Nortman? I want to say 2004. Okay. Um, I only know that because in my prep work for this year. It's not like something that's fully known, I would say, within the Wisconsin team, but it was 2004, I believe. Okay. So what, what, what makes a uh, – and I talked to – Pat Richter about that this morning, which you uh, can hear on 100.5 ESPN, the Pat Richter Show, every week at 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Uh, how does tr- a trophy get introduced to a rivalry, right? Like, when does, does a rivalry reach a point where you're just like, hey, we got to spice this up a little bit? Like, like how, does that, how does that conversation come to fruition? You know, there's got to be some organic rivalry to start. You know, the, I mean, Minnesota-Wisconsin, easy, right? Just yep, classic totally. rivalries, longest. All, you know, I felt like to go to the – you know, we have three – trophy games in a row to end the season, which is actually very fascinating, and another opportunity to put a notch in Jimmy Leonard's belt. 
But I felt like the Nebraska one was a bit forced, right? I mean, we hardly had played them. There's really no history there. and we're just I get that the programs reflect each other in a couple ways, but that one feels forced. But the Iowa one, it feels like it should be a trophy game. Who makes that decision? Maybe the, the ADs just get together and said, we need a we need another revenue. Have, uh, having, uh, a, having a glass of scotch. <laughs> hey, I got an idea for you. Yeah. Let's put a pig on a trophy and play for it. <laughs> That's what it is. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. That's interesting. About pig the, gets it fired up. Yeah, about the rivalries. You were talking about the Nebraska one when it's kind of like you're told not to like this team and like you're told it's a rivalry. You would say Iowa and Minnesota are really the only two types of teams where, like, you don't necessarily need to be told that this is a rivalry and you should care more about this game and this and that. It's really, like, the Nebraska or some, another other Big Ten West team that, like, you could be told that, like, this is a bad game, this is a bad team, we don't like this team. Like, is that a real thing when you're a player? Like, you could kind of be told that, like, we should take this game like a rivalry? Yeah, th- that happens. You're totally right. Some games, it's just so clear. And it, the, or the rivalry is just so thick. It's just embedded into the team's culture and then, the, you know, the other team's culture as well that there's just dual dislike for one another that you don't even have to face. You just know that it's a rivalry. There are other games where... I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's the coach feels like we're just getting a little bit lackadaisical. Sometimes they say something in the media that's disrespectful, you know? Sometimes Trying to make just, something yeah. out of really and, not much there. And I would say another thing that happens from time to time is that, you know, the, the classes come and go so quickly in, um, in college football, but that, like, you, you go through seasons of rivalries. Because I would say one of my biggest rivalries during my time was Michigan State. Mm. We had really good teams. Both of you know, We kind of went back and forth. Most games that we played against one another were close. There were heartbreakers, you know, you know losing on a, a Hail Mary and then us winning the Big Ten Championship on a, you know, close game and, a, you know, them running into me. And so... But that, that rivalry is sort of faded, and, and maybe new ones are picked up. So you got the evergreen rivalries, and you got ones that kind of ebb and flow. That's kind of cool. Like, a couple years here and there, and I'm sure, Mertz, were like, over the years, you've seen, like, you know, Wisconsin and this team have had back and forth this couple of years. Like, there's a little bit of animosity to it. Like, it kind of changes year by year, like Michigan State in Brad's case. Yeah, I mean, and, and I knew that he would get to this, but that was exactly what came to my mind, was just sort of the convergence of where these programs are at, jockeying for position in the Big Ten. And at that point, and Michigan State was exactly the one that came to mind. At that point, you know, you had this, like, um, downslide for Michigan and Ohio State, so it was wide open in the Big Ten of, like, who was going to, uh, you know, stick out their chest and say, we're the most dominant team in the league at this point. And it was these two kind of like second tier, I would say, you know, programs through the course of Big Ten history that were like, I'm going to be the one. And you guys just slugged at each other. Mm-hmm. And I also liked just like the little throw in there about when Michigan State ran into me because that's mm-hmm. another awesome Brad yeah. Nortman play to just talk slipped about. slipped it in there. Just, you know, <laughs> when that happened. I mean, I missed Michigan State week this year, so I just had, yeah. to, I had to throw it in there. So. <laughs> That's true. You did miss Michigan State Week. Uh, unfortunate ending to that game. Yes. One of the most questionable, and there's been a lot of them in his career, but one of the most questionable Graham Mertz throws I've ever seen was against Michigan State earlier this year. Mertz and we were, yep. we did that post game. I think wow. we spent 45 minutes talking about that one particular throw, but that still is burned in my. That's going to be burned in my brain of Graham Mertz forever. That throw against Michigan State. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yep. We're on to bigger and better things. I'll throw in one more in there that um, that maybe a lot of Badger fans will remember it was Purdue. Totally. Um, you know, Joe Tiller came in and revolutionized how offense was done in the Big Ten at that time. He threw the ball around a lot. Drew Brees, you know, uh, Kyle Orton, all these kinds of guys. And Purdue and Wisconsin 
you know, in like the early 2000s, we're really duking it out a lot back and forth between who is going to have supremacy there. And, um, you know, Badgers came out on top of that one. And Purdue's really just never recovered since then. Well, hopefully they can beat Illinois today because if they do, then next week we can maybe start thinking about, okay, maybe the yeah. Badgers can win the Big Ten West. But I'm not ready to do that yet. Not yet. But soon. If Illinois loses today. Maybe in the postgame show tonight. We'll see. Anyway, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Alex Strom, Colin Russo, Adam Mertz, Brad Nortman with you live from Club Lamarck. We are brought to you in part by our friends at Everlight Solar. Save money and save the planet. It's simple. Ditch your energy bill and make the switch over to Everlight Solar. Electricity prices, well, they just keep rising. And Everlight Solar will give you the chance to take ownership of your power while also reducing your carbon footprint. As a local company based out of Madison, they will be with you every step of the way as you make the switch to solar. To learn more about how you can save money and save the planet, check out everlightsolar.com. All right, so a bunch of geniuses on this panel, as we know, right? Colin Russo, genius. Brad Nortman, genius. Alex Strofe, Adam Ertz, genius, right? Um, there's one segment in every pregame show where we get to put these genius brains together, and we try to defeat the producer. Alex Gravatt has five questions for us about the University of Iowa's football program. We will have five opportunities to prove to him that we are geniuses. We will do that next as we take a Pella window look into the opponent, the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, rolling on live from Club Lamarck in Madison as we get you ready for Wisconsin at Iowa. Hopefully Wisconsin winners today, but if, even if they're not. You can go be a winner at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison because that's where winners play. I love Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. I love that they're open all weekend long. They open Friday morning. They haven't closed since, and they don't close till Monday morning. Over $100 million in jackpots given out this year only. At Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, home of the smoke-free slots, 1,300 machines available. Great vibes at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. All right, time to put our genius brains together. Alex Strofe, Adam Ertz, Colin Russo, Brad Norman. It is time to play the Pella window into the opponent. What do we know about this week's opponent? I'm a man. I'm 40. Let's get a window into the opponent. To you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella today at 855-Pella-WI or schedule an appointment online at PellaWI.com slash radio. All right, it's time to go. Alex Gravata, producer back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, has five multiple choice questions for us regarding the University of Iowa. Colin Russo, Brad Nortman, Adam Ertz, and myself, Alex Strope, get to put our brains together as we decide the answers to the five questions, the five burning questions Throwing at us, we start with question number one, Alex Gravatt. All right, we've heard a lot about Kinnick, but what number did Niall Kinnick wear? Was it A, number 24, B, number 13, number 28? Oh. I got nothing. Mertzi, you're the, you're the oh, old man on the panel. Yeah. I got bad news. I'm a man. That is going to fall to me to make this decision. It is. is that what you're saying? What are the options? 33, 28, 24. Are, in fact, yes. the options. 28. I feel good about it. You like 28? Why do you always go with the middle one? I, I don't, I guess. That's the middle I, one. I didn't realize I'd do that. I don't know. I'm trying to – got to think about Hunter here. I don't know. What's something the, something what's tells the one me in the 30s? 30, 33. 
Oh, I kind of like that. You know, because he's I like an older number. Because right? he was a, yeah, he was a, like Bird. a 1930s guy, so I could see some sort of odd, you know, different numbers <laughs> out of that. So 33? Let's Larry Bird. Right All right, 33, final answer. Nope. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it 28? Nope. Oh, okay. okay. So, okay. well, then we did that. We're thriving okay. today, gentlemen. <laughs> it was number 24, Niall Kinnick wore 24. All right, we are 0 for 1. Let's move on to question two. Larry After Bird. graduation, Larry Bird. After graduation, Kinnick passed on the NFL and did what? Did he enroll in medical school, enlist in the Army, or enroll in law school? I like B. That's B. Um, which is the reason why there's the big fighter jet there for him outside Kinnick Stadium. Mm, good training stop. Accident. Final answer. Nope. What? Oh, I'm sorry, gentlemen. He uh, he enlisted in, or he enrolled he was in so law positive. school. Uh, so wow. Mercy was so positive. Ah. What's going on with that fighter jet then? So that Great was question. after. Huh. Obviously. Might have been. Right? Might have yeah. That's been after law school. Tricky. Tricky oh, question. Oh, that was a good one. Interesting. All right, let's move on to question three. Which of these things did Niall Kinnick not accomplish oh, while God. in college? Was he not the student body president? Was he not class valedictorian? Or was he not his commencement speaker? All right, I, I feel like he was the commencement speaker. So I feel like it's Valedictorians are usually the commencement speaker, correct? That's correct. Usually, yes, that is correct. So what was the third one? Student, student body, body president. president. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I think that's too logical, though. It's too Sometimes logical. Sometimes Hunter gets a little lazy, so, and he'll just make up one. <laughs> so you got to keep that in mind as well. Also, right. the, the only thing I would say about that, conversely, is that student body presidents a vote, so it would be a popularity contest, mm. whereas valedictorians earning the yeah, spot. That's also a, yeah. Because who knows back then, maybe, maybe student body a, president yeah. gave the commencement speech. Yeah. Okay, so commencement speech happened. We're going with that. Yeah. That happened. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah. So yeah. it's a matter yeah. of if he was the student body president or if he was a valedictorian. Is he a valedictorian type of guy? I feel yeah. like he was the student body president. Valedictorian. That's right, Lee. Valedictorian hard. is hard. That's very hard. Yeah. But, he's, but he went to law school. Yeah. Does he have the time? He went to Does law school. Does he have the school. time for student body? you got to abide to the people then. you got to have <laughs> open schedules. Did he really have that? All right, let's uh, let's all vote on it, and then we'll we'll go with our final answer. You say Colin Russo. Uh, I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the student body. He, so you don't what, think, he, I don't I don't think he was valedictorian. I think he was student. You body. don't think he was valedictorian, Brad Norman? I don't think he was valedictorian. Same. All right, final answer. You don't think he was the valedictorian? That's correct. That is correct. Let's go. Nice job, logical thinking. Nice job. Nice job. That was well done. Congratulations. It's really hard to be a valedictorian. You have to be the top of your class and everything. Yeah, it's just it, that's more work. He was good at football and all that good stuff. So, one year into law school, Kinnick left school to join which branch of the military? Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it A, the Army, B, the Navy, or C, the Air Force? All right. So the fighter jet Air Force, right? Or is that, that, no Air Force? Yeah, that there is no Air Force at this point. Yeah. Okay. Air Force. Oh. It's not always it. Because you can be a Navy big, pilot. Yeah, you can be a Navy pilot. See Top Gun. <laughs> and the air, if you see the new one, well, so, oh, yeah. so okay. here's the thing, though. Like the Air Force is an outcropping of the Army. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's looking to the yes. – Mercy is using people at Club Lamar. Amazing. <laughs> we are using our resources here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game I, Day. I like Navy. I thought he was an Army guy, but I'm not uh, – after getting that first one wrong, I'm not going to stake myself to that. Oh. I ride with Mertz over anything there, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. 
is the I, answer. I would. Think I know none of these. It's a hunch. It's a hunch. Can I give you a hunch? Let me give you a hunch. I was talking to DJ Stanek yesterday yep. as we were out in Milwaukee, and he's he's running the show for us on ninety four five ESPN Milwaukee. He told me he gave me a, he gave me a hint. He said, "Hey, Hunter told me he's going to be go, doing Kinnick questions." I brushed up on my Kinnick knowledge. I know none of these. I know none of these. What you what you like read up on? Impressed. Yeah, what'd you read up on? <laughs> if you were like his playing career. Oh, okay. Mm. But they didn't include his jersey number, apparently. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway. Um, Brad, what do you think here? I'm, I, let's ride with Top Gun now. I think Navy. I mean, I I'd ride naval pilot's Navy a thing, well. right? Final answer. <laughs> Navy is the final answer? Yep. That is Let's correct. go. Yeah, yeah, he's pilot. You're let's two go. and two. Here is the, the ultimate. You know, you, you get this one right, you're Get in. over 500. Yeah, I got to win the day. Oh, it's, it's, it's a tough one. Bowl eligible. <laughs> There is a high school named after Kinnick. What country is the high school located in? Is it Japan, Germany, or Italy? Oh, it's not. You're not even going to give us the U.S. of A. as an option. No, right. no, it is not. So where is he stationed? Japan, Italy, or what? Germany? Or Ger- Yeah, Japan, Italy, or Germany. Yeah, the Axis powers. Fun <laughs> fact, fun fact, he enlisted three days before Pearl Harbor. Now, is that... Something oh. that Hunter added as a clue okay. or to throw you off. He was Navy. Navy. All right, we've got an audience member chiming If he was Help Navy, us. I'm going to guess Japan. You would think so, yeah. That's more of a deployment. Okay, hold on. Air Force, We're getting a lot of help today. Yeah, we are. We are. No kidding. Yeah. But he was Navy. But he was Navy. He was Navy. Navy. He was Navy. That could that could have could still be Japan, but you're not going to do the Navy in Italy or Germany, right? You're not. Yeah, you naval president. Japan final answer. (laughs) Oh, let's go! (laughs) We win the day, three Three and two, two in the Pella window into the opponent. What's your name, sir? Mitch Brown. Mitch, Mitch is our big helper here at Club Lamarck. Shout Broke out to down. Mitch. That's right. Broke it down. Somebody buy Mitch around. Somebody buy Mitch around. Shout out to Mitch as we are having fun here at Club Lamarck. Getting you ready for Wisconsin, Iowa. We do some game picks next at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. From L.A. to Piscataway, this is your college football scoreboard update, driven by Metro Ford of Madison. Yes, it is. I'm Alex Gravatt, and this is your scoreboard update. We look across the nation. We look across the Big Ten, and we've got a couple good games and a couple not-so-good games. Indiana is in Ohio State right now, and Indiana is just getting thumped. Ohio State's driving, and they're already up 49-14. So, Indiana, the Hoosiers not looking too good today. Purdue and Illinois keeping it close, but Purdue finally pulls out ahead. They just scored with a 28-21 lead with 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Could we see 21 Illinois go down? Would be huge for the Badgers' opportunity to get into the top 25 before the end of the season. And then sticking with the Big Ten, we've got Rutgers at Michigan State. A close one, 14 Rutgers, Michigan State. 21 and they've got the ball and they are driving they've just made it they're one yard outside of the red zone as we look across the rest of the nation lsu arkansas lsu seventh ranked team in the nation staying very close with arkansas arkansas 
down by three with three minutes left in the game. We'll have more on these games and much more as Wisconsin College Game Day pregame continues right now. Metro Ford of Madison, Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. Mucus and Mike's? Is that what Alex Gravatt just said to us? I thought so. I heard. You know, Alex? baby. Mucus and Mike's? I think he wants to make sure we're paying attention. That is correct. Anyway. All right. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling out live from Club Lamarck. We got uh, just about 25 minutes until kickoff, less than that between Wisconsin and Iowa. Hey, Iron Jock believes it's what's inside that matters. 99% of odor-causing bacteria are eliminated with the advanced performance gear and apparel. That Iron Jack design from the inside out using state-of-the-art technology, the Silver Ion technology, is guaranteed to provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own it. Love it or send it back, no questions asked. Uh, now available at the DeForest Fleet Farm, just up the road. Uh, Iron Jack is. I was with Paul, uh, the uh, CEO, founder, owner of Iron Jock yesterday. Got to chat with him. Uh, great to see Paul, and great to see all the great stuff that Iron Jock is doing. You can learn more on their website, ironjock.com. That's I-R-O-N-J-O-C. Com for Iron Jock. All right, time to make some game picks around the country, the landscape of college football. We'll get to Wisconsin-Iowa in about uh, 15 minutes, but we got to pick some other games, too, because as I call us all the time, we're genius brains, right? We know what the hell we're talking about. So uh, let's get into some game picks. Alex Gravatt has catered some lines and some games from across the country that are happening this afternoon, and we will give our genius analysis of it. Right, Brad Nortman? Genius with a capital G. Let's go. Absolutely, and I will gladly continue to take more credit for the work of Hunter Vaughn. Um, we've got a great game. We mentioned them a couple times today so far. TCU, yeah, 8-0, the fourth seed or the fourth ranked team in the nation, playing in-state rival, 18 seed t- or dang, eight seed. Dang, did you my goodness, dang. I'm falling apart today. 18 ranked Texas, six and three. Uh, TCU is seven and a half point favorites. Dang, <laughs> Texas seven point favorites. Right? Oh, hello? Yes. <laughs> Texas, uh, seven and a half point favorites. Right all right, all right, all right. Here we seven go. Seven and a half point favorites? Give me TCU by a million. Million? TCU's uh, winning this game. I'm also going to take TCU. I'm, I'm rooting for TCU in that game. I am too. Yeah. I don't trust the Longhorns at all, but give me the Longhorns. <laughs> I want them just purely for spite and uh, just the satisfaction of knocking them out. I get it. Give I me the it. Longhorns. I get it. I'm with you guys. I think TCU actually wins this game. Texas is just the biggest toe stubber in all of college football. They're gonna what do you just call again? Toe stubber. Toe stubber. Everyone it's thinks it's like their that. year, and they always find a way to screw it up. I heard you wrong at first. I thought you said toast supper. Toast supper. That'd I thought you said one. toast rubber, and I was like, I'm not following. Dang. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but we're, we're going. I hey, like toast, toast, supper. toast supper ain't very good either. So toast it's stubber. not high praise for the Texas <laughs> yeah. Longhorns. They're a toast supper. Which is a crappy supper. If you need supper, come to a Club Lamarck in Madison. I'm telling you what, they got great burgers. Girthy burgers, according to Brad Norman. What's, what's, what's next? Washington State at 7-2, the 25th ranked team in the nation, taking on Oregon, number six, or Oregon, number six. They're 8-1. Dang. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Oregon is 13-point favorites in this one. Oh, wow. That's a good that's Yeah, a that's a line. big line. Um, I'll still take the Ducks. I, I think uh, Bo Nix and company have found their rhythm offensively. 
since that loss a couple weeks back. So uh, give me Oregon. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Ducks to cover. Gosh, is this a uh, Rose Bowl um, revenge uh, game picks right here? TCU, yeah, now Oregon. Yeah, now Oregon. And <laughs> I, I'm going to try to actually put forth some professionalism on this one i'm gonna you say to. Oh, that's true i'm gonna say uh, i'm gonna say oregon wins the game but washington keeps it close closer than the spread yeah i'm gonna take the cougs with the uh with the spread i think that's uh a little too big for my liking i think they're gonna play it close oregon's playing really really well and i've never been a bonix guy but he's playing very very well so you gotta give him all the credit in the world but uh ultimately I think uh, they're going to kind of run into a little bit of a wall here with uh, Washington State. I'll take that with the points. Before we get to Mertz's pick, what college quarterbacks do you like? <laughs> Besides Graham Mertz. Stetson Bennett. Okay. I love him. Okay. He's awesome. Uh, you know, I've, I'm a J.J. McCarthy guy. I actually think okay. he's a, a really good quarterback. Um, I don't like Stroud that much. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm okay. I like Max Duggan, the uh, TCU quarterback. Um, not a Quinn Ewers guy, the Texas quarterback. Uh, Anthony Richardson, the uh, Florida guy, uh, and Will Levis. You know, they've been gassing up these oh, no, SEC no, 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 no. quarterbacks. Will Levis puts mayo in his coffee. No, no, no like I don't like him. That's what I'm saying. I don't like him. They're, they're overrated prospects. I don't think they're big-time quarterbacks. People think they're big-time NFL quarterbacks. Miss me with that. I don't think they are uh, big-time at all. I'm a Stetson Bennett guy. Uh, I really I like Bryce Young a lot. I think he's awesome. And, all right, uh, all right, we I feel like we can go on. Yeah, I mean, all right, we can. I like Caleb Williams too. Mercy, is Oregon covering or not? Uh, I I think that they actually will cover this game, and it's funny how like um, my my kid goes to Georgia, and so I was paying close attention to that opening game, and they just got waxed by Georgia. Oh, totally. Uh, if they would have played a usual, you know, playing a warm up game, what would your perception be of Oregon? It'd be a lot different at this point. They put it together, and I feel like they're on a roll. And playing at Autzen in a night game, I, I like their chances tonight to make that point. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Mercy. Good, good. See, this is a professional. Mm -hmm. You two clowns. Uh, Mercy professional. Me, somewhere in the middle. No debate right, here. Right. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, truth. <laughs> What's next? Speaking of professional, we've got the, the most professional team in college football, in my opinion, Alabama. Uh, now, this year, maybe, maybe not, but Alabama taking on Ole Miss. Mm. Bama favored by 12. Yeah, give me the tide. That, that one's not even tough to me. Yeah. At, at Ole Miss? It is at Ole it Miss. It is at Ole Miss, yeah. Still, still doesn't phase me. Give me some Kiffin. Bama needs to win. Give me some Kiffin in that one. Kiffin revenge yeah. game? Yeah, give me some. Give oh. me some of that. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Ole Miss wow. here. Hotty toddy, gosh almighty. I think we're going to. Bama's not the same. They're not the same. Every even I don't know why. have been close. I don't know why. And I think I think Ole Miss is pretty good. And I think that Lane Kiffin has a bit of a, a pulse for, oh, for Saban. Interesting. Mercy. Yeah, I mean, Ole Miss, man, if you're you're smelling opportunity here, this is the year. Um, Alabama coming off of the LSU loss in particular. So I'm going to say Ole Miss. All right, we got time for one more, Jay. We've got Furman versus Mercer. I wish I wouldn't have said <laughs> what is the uh, What is the line in that game? Uh, Mercer, nine and a half point favorites. Who's home? Uh, I believe Mercer. Is. Mercer's home. Okay. They're both seven and two. What are their mascots? Furman and, and Mercer. Hush. I think they're the Furman Tigers. I think I'm wrong. It's the Paladins for Mercer. Or for Furman. Um, okay. Um, the Pelicans. Give me the... Give me the Pelicans. Paladins. It's, it's different. Paladins. Paladins versus Give me the, the Paladins. Yeah, I'll, sure. take, I'll take Mercer in that game. I like them. I think Mercer's going to come out and smack them. Give me Mercer. I, I mean, <laughs> I, sure. 
Why not? Great analysis, guys. Yeah. Well, Mer- Mercy pulled out his phone. He's doing his research. Yeah. I was even going to just try to find, like, an alum from Furman that I could claim some knowledge of. But I don't have it. So I'm going to go Furman just to be a contrarian here. Dog. Fair enough. Dog, indeed. It is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hey, planning any event can be stressful and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment. Well, it's the best in the business. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories. To have your guests say it was the best party ever, visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com. We'll take one final look at Wisconsin-Iowa after this live from the Club Lamarck in Madison. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Wrapping up ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day's pregame coverage live from Club Lamarck as we get you ready. Just a couple minutes away from kickoff between Wisconsin and Iowa down at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Adam Mertz, Colin Russo, former Badger Brad Nortman. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day is fueled by Mountain Dew. you got to give Mountain Dew Zero Sugar a try today. It's all to do Zero the Sugar, um, and it's available wherever you pick up Mountain Dew. Do the doo-doo with Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. All right, fellas, time to get into our final analysis of today's game between Bucky and the Hawkeye. The Heartland Trophy on the line as Bucky heads to Iowa. Colin Russo, we start with you. I need a final score and an MVP. You know, I alluded to it a couple times throughout you the sure show. Did. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I think people know what I'm expecting out of today's game. I'm expecting some grittiness. I'm expecting some down and dirty, absolutely intense physical football. I'm going to take Wisconsin winning the game. I think we're going to win 12-7. to I think it's going to be a 10-7 game late. It'll, I mean, Iowa's going to have a little bit of chance. Are they going to drive here? Miss snap. They're going to be kicking it all around out of this and that. Iowa recovers in their own end zone. Safety, 12-7 Wisconsin. I think our, uh, I'm going to give it to a defensive player this game for MVP. Let's go with Hunter Warler. I think he's going to have another big game. I, I think uh, whether it's a turnover or something, I think something big is going to happen. 12-7 Wisconsin. Well, I think your, uh, your commitment to the safety is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, it I, I agree with the Hunter Roller pick. I do think he'll have a big game. Um, <laughs> where do we go from there? Adam Mertz, you just want to save us. Save this program, Adam Mertz. So I'm going to be watching uh, Wisconsin's offensive line today. feel like uh, they finally settled into a um, lineup last week after I think it was seven in the first seven different uh, starting lineups in the first nine games, getting Riley Malman back at right tackle. I want to see if they're able to work over – over time, over the course of this game, this Iowa, the stiff off Iowa defensive front. Um, if they can do this, I think this game plays out pretty well in Wisconsin's favor. If not, I start getting a little bit worried. So I'm going to say MVP, offensive line. I'm not going to single anyone out. Um, 13-6, Wisconsin. Wow. Interesting. 
Uh, we'll get to my pick and Brad Norman in just a second, but first got to tell you about Liberty Station American Tavern Smokehouse, which isn't just a barbecue restaurant. Fish fry, walleye, and vegetarian options are available, and they have a menu that is sure to please everyone. Liberty Station smokes their meats with a 1,000-gallon custom smoker, giving you the freshest experience possible. Enjoy happy hour with daily discounts on both food and drinks at their large bar with 20 draft taps and multiple TVs to watch the big game. They've got a sprawling patio with an indoor and outdoor porch area, too, although I don't think that's open today, given the weather outside. But be sure to mention Cheers the Bucky to receive 15% off your food at Liberty Station off the Beltline on Rimrock Road. All right, I'll be quick. Uh, Mercy said the offensive line. I agree. However, I'll take Braylon Allen. I think he has a big game. I think this is higher scoring than we expect, but I still think it hits the under. Give me Bucky, 21-13 to over the Iowa Hawkeyes. For me, I'm going to go with 17-10 uh, to 10 for the Badgers. That's my, that's my game pick. I think we need to stop their run game. We need to get them throwing the football. Um, we, need to, we need to run the football ourselves to be able to open up the passing game, but we need to keep it simple. We need to win the turnover battle. That is so important. That's how they're going to be able to stay into the game. And so, that, therefore, if we go and we have to punt, that's a good play. Speaking <laughs> of punters, my player of the game, Andy Vunavich, he's going to have eight punts, Jack. five inside the, in the 20, and it's going to be a hard time to do it. It's 30 degrees. It's windy. Give me Andy Vudnovich. Punter you, baby. Punter Here you. Go. The most jacked punter in the nation. Wisconsin, Iowa coming up in just a couple of minutes live from Kinnick Stadium. A big thanks to everybody at the Club Lamarck for having us out. It's been a blast as we've gotten you ready. Let's go, Bucky. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you right after the game. Me, Brad Norton, and Russo with you. Immediately after the following whistle, the final whistle, this is Ben, ESPN Wisconsin, College Game Day.